0: Is it wise to have your staff come back to the office, especially with the Delta variant? In today's podcast, Richard and I discuss how nonprofit leaders should consider whether their frontline fundraisers need to even return to the office. And if you do require them to come back, how can you do it in a way that honors your staff? Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm Jeff Schreifels, and I have Richard Perry with me today. Richard, today's subject is something everyone is thinking about, and that is... What should we be doing when it comes to returning back to the office?
1: Oh boy. You know Jeff. <laughs> yeah. If you would have asked me that question in June, I would have said, well, let's let's all get prepared to head back in. But with this new variant, I'm not so sure anyone should be returning until we, you know, we have more of a the population vaccinated. I mean, I, and of course, we're not health experts, so yeah, we can't give a definitive point of view on that, but i am mean, just stating an opinion. I feel like this
0: whole idea of going back right now and opening things up is premature, considering this Delta variant that seems so much more infectious than the Alpha variant. But I know a lot of nonprofit leaders are anxious to get their staff back in the office, and many
1: of them are still saying their staff needs to get back in September. Uh, I think that that's going to be a problem. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we held a webinar on topics that fundraisers were stressed out and so you know we were digging into it and sure enough going back into the office was the number one reason for their stress they had received word from leadership that they were going to have to come back full time into the office with really no clear precautions or regulations on you know how the whole process would work plus no one from leadership sought out you know the employee feedback which i th- i think is a real
0: shame because here's an opportunity for leadership to You know, show leadership. But Mm -hmm. instead, they make unilateral decisions with no real guidelines for folks. And, Richard, how do you think these leaders really should approach a return to office, especially with concerns around the Delta variant?
1: Well, first of all, I'd buy myself some time if I was the leader. I mean, we don't know, you know, what all is happening with this Delta variant. I mean, we just don't. And to me, to me, you know, and Jeff, you and I have talked about this, it's too early to go back into the office. But I mean, if I I were leading the nonprofit, I'd be asking the questions of staff. I want to get a read on the, you know, on the comfort level of, well, where are they? Then I'd be asking myself, you know, do we even need to all come back into the office? Yeah. I mean, how many corporations out there are basically changing the way they do business? Right. Um, uh, And not having a, a whole group of people not coming back into the office. And and many, you know, there's many nonprofits that have been working remotely for a year and a half. And so why do I so I'd be asking myself the question, why do I need my staff or this staff yeah. to be back in the office? Now, you may have some smart reasons and I'm not sure what they are, but if you're going to bring people back in, you have to make people feel safe. I think that's really the priority,
0: right? Especially Mm -hmm. your frontline fundraisers who probably started seeing donors face-to-face and now that's in jeopardy again. So if you have that antiquated face-to-face metrics still in place, you probably probably need to put that on hold and continue to resume those Zoom calls, emails, texts. That you've been so effective with in the last 18 months.
1: Exactly, Jeff. I mean, just, I mean, just to, to be blunt about it, you have to speak to the question, do you really even need to come back to the office? Yeah. I mean, here at Veritas, we've been a virtual company from the very beginning for the last 10, 12 years. And at this point, and, and, and it runs perfectly fine. It's just a matter of thinking a new way of doing business. And at this way, I'm not sure why the development team, especially the especially the frontline fundraisers like mid-major and planned giving officers, can't just work from their home. You know, what we've learned at Veritas is that if you communicate properly, uh, set up the whole job description thing in a proper thing and expectations for performance, use the latest technology and be strategic about your face-to-face uh, programs and, and approaches, you can be very productive, successful, and promote a, a great working culture and team. You know, all remotely.
0: You know, I really think it's something to consider. It's been awesome for us and our staff. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> no two-hour commutes, no endless meetings. You know, everyone come on in the office. You know, the the mm-hmm. the, uh, the the meeting. I mean, it's just terrible. And if anything, we've learned from the last eighteen months is that you can be very productive working from home, even with screaming kids in the background, <laughs> mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. as it looks, well, we'll all be going back to school in person, which should make it even easier to work from a home
1: office. Yeah, I mean, if you read all the literature out there on this subject, like I said earlier, what what may happen in the nonprofit sector is that everyone is expecting a fundraising exodus if people are forced to go back to the office yeah. too early. So. If I'm a leader of a nonprofit, I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to deliver the mission of the organization, but also keep people safe and provide flexibility. So I can also keep my my uh, my folks, I mean, and retain uh, really talented employees. I, exactly.
0: I mean, if people are
1: going to be leaving,
0: I'd rather them be knocking at my door because they see that my nonprofit puts people first. hmm.
1: Right. So, Richard, let's just break it down here quickly. Yep. Okay. so if you're a nonprofit leader and you're trying to figure out this whole back to work thing, here's what to consider. Number one, how does my staff feel about it? Take a poll, talk to them and adjust based on their answers. Number two, is the workplace safe? Is your workplace safe and take steps to make it safe? Three, can the mission get done with remote workers? The answer to that might be, well, yes, uh, uh, with all, with this group of remote workers. And no, uh, we got to keep these people in the office. Right. And, and so that's number, that's number four, a hybrid situation is possible. Mm-hmm. And then five, do we even have to go back into the office? Yeah. And then lastly, if you do decide to go back into the office, are you communicated at all properly with your staff? I mean, I think it just takes us thinking about this objectively and, and, and stop hanging on to these old conventions and paradigms uh, of, well, we all have to be in the office. Right. But those are the big things, I mean, those are the things at this time of COVID you should be thinking about in our opinion. Exactly.
0: And hey, we've got a white paper for you. In response to the pandemic, we created a new white paper called Don't Pivot, Change It. This is all about making some changes permanent rather than just temporary. Mm
1: -hmm, So just mm -hmm. go to
0: veritasgroup.com forward slash resources, and you'll see that white paper right there for you. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yes, thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at VeritasGroup.com. Please join us again next time.